me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. What a day in radio indeed. Uh, We have a mega, super big uh, giveaway that we're going to do. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, This is one of those old school classic. It's not dropping a car off a crane if the key doesn't work. Uh, But it's pretty damn cool. And you yourself could win it. We'll tell you more about that coming up on the show. Plus, uh, Texas Stars Hockey is back. That's right. Uh, We're going to be having some guests in from that to talk about Star Wars night. And you know what, Spencer? I forgot my lightsaber. Sorry, right, buddy. When does it ever come in good and handy? Well, this time. Yeah. Either way, uh, oh, well. we're going to have a lot of fun. Plus, uh, <laughs> Emily is going to reveal how her foot fetish actually got her arrested. Uh, maybe next week. Okay, cool. Should yeah, I just... Yeah, yeah. Should Wait, we just I'm just going to make up salacious lies yeah. to they, get people to listen. They all involve <laughs> and, my feet, which is funny because the more times that you talk about my foot fetish, the more it makes it seem like... You okay, okay. Yeah. Let's okay. Let's uh, let me count on hand how many okay. times. All right, let's see how many Emily uh, foot fetish segments have we had on the show? Uh, I counted like three or four dings. Let's yeah. how many yeah. CJ related foot fetish segments have we had? Six to eight. Zero. Yeah, six to eight. Just, just when I'm commenting <laughs> about Emily's feet. We've yeah. had two yeah. Emily Listen, segments. My feet that. are gangly. My toenails are riddled. They're odd shapes. Some are longer than the other. Some are completely curled and bent. Yeah, I have I disgusting feet. People with foot fetishes don't like their own feet, I'm pretty sure, right? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I feel like they keep their feet very I wonder if I could put my feet nice. in my mouth. Please. Uh, I bet I could. Don't show us that. Oh, no, you're really, um, no, you can't. Well, I'm using my bad hip, so I should use the other yeah. one. I think you come on, dude. You're just going to hurt yourself. Stop. What I have to do is bring my mouth to my foot. We understand. That's what makes it work. You're going to hurt yourself, dude. Hey, at least he's protected. He's got a sock on. So. Thank God we don't have to see that. He's kind of close. Stop doing that. If my tongue was longer, it started hurting. I can almost get it. Eh. Mm. Eh, I got a pile of Parmesan, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this. Everything that's. I'm uncomfortable and I don't know who to talk to about it. (laughs) Oh, he's almost there. Uh, I got it. Ew, he I licked, licked my it. toe. Okay, okay. cool. See, I can do it. Oh, did you hear that over the radio waves? Did you hear, did you hear the that, pop? Was that sexy? <laughs> my back? You, you like that? That's uh, real sexy. Why did I start the show like this? I don't know. There we uh, go. I licked my toe. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be a good day. You call that a knife? That's not a knife. This is a knife. Australia Day. Every day on this year, we Yay. celebrate the country down into Australia where Aussies love to go murder brown snake on the denny. She's a beaut. I used to remember. Uh, oh, watch. she's a beaut. Look at her. Uh, okay, whatever. Dingo's uh, ate my baby. There, I have, shrimp, I have some, shrimp on the barbie. I have some very close <laughs> Australian friends, and it is very exciting and fun to uh, learn from them and learn from uh 
how Americans are perceived and how Americans perceive Australians yeah. and how Australians perceive that. It's great. And she... I feel like Australia is the America of that side of the world, though, almost. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're trash people. <laughs> yeah. There's a big, wild, open we west guns. out there. Oh, dude. Uh, very, very much so. I mean, it started as a, a penal colony for uh, Great Britain. So, of course, it's going to have some wild people. They have very similar historical issues with uh, race relations and the way that they've uh, treated the the natives oh, to the islands. Yeah, so even, is, even the Tasmanians. A lot, uh, lot of very similar things uh, that uh, America has. It parallels us a lot. But still, the Australians and Australian people themselves, uh, great peoples, founded as a colony back in 1788. Wow. They do not get along with the New Zealanders. Nope. Which I do love uh, switching out the accents whenever I'm doing either one. They're very it's, similar, but I it's understand. pretty well. Yes. They do not get along as much. Okay. And they always like to end sentences where it sounds like they're speeding up and yelling. Made that up, too. It's but very possible that some people talk like that there, though. It is very possible they do. Okay. Oh, I've I would seen, suspect it might be true. The only New Zealanders I've seen is Flight of the Concords, so I'm not, I, I really don't know. Yeah. Brit and Jermaine Breezing. Uh, Australia, yes. Also, Lord but, of the Rings was in New Zealand, so I think that kind of counts. It was. Uh, New Zealand, the, the Great Britain kind of island, uh, opposite <laughs> of uh, very similar, beautiful. Uh, here are some fun facts about the country we all know and love, which in and of itself is a continent. Population of Australia is 24.6 million people. It is a little different in the United States in that the... Uh, the outback, not quite. It's a much more sparsely populated. Uh, it's a lot more dense in the coastal cities Dude, and such. It's dangerous in the outback. It can be. Uh, the bush, as they sometimes call it. See, mm. I have two friends. Big fan of the bush. That, that are married, and uh, uh, she was more grew up on like a farm. Sure. And was more, you know, kind of a bush passing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he... Uh, Robin Sharna, I don't I, I'll say her name's whatever. He was more kind of a city boy and whatnot. So they're 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 very different in their experience uh, growing up there. So it's fun to learn stuff about that. Like this. Australia is the sixth largest country in the world. Whoa. Australia is almost the same size as the mainland United States. Yeah. Did you know that, mate? I did. Oh. I know that our maps are very inaccurately uh, designed, usually. It makes Africa look real small compared yeah, to how sizable it is. Same thing with Greenland. Makes uh, mm-hmm. makes Greenland look a little different than it is. Sure. It's just because the way they go to make it look. Welcome Oval. And a uh, fun fact, they leave Tasmania out of the Australian maps a lot of times, and it's very upsetting. Is that just because they don't like the, uh, the Tasmanians? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Devils. Uh, here we go. Every year, 16,000 people become Australian citizens. Wow. The Australian Alps get more snow than the Swiss Alps. Cool. 90% of Australians live on the coast. Fraser Island in Australia is the world's largest sand island. How am I doing with these accents? Is that didgeridoo? Text me, 512-835-115. Yes, I'm also playing a didgeridoo with my butt. I thought that was just Australian bees. (laughs) I know you love your bees. They do have a lot of killer (laughs) animals there. Uh, Over 10,000 beaches in Australia. Australian deserts are home to over one million camels. Australian exports some of their camels to the Middle East. There are over 300 different languages and dialects in Australia. Australia is home to the world's long golf course. 850 miles long. Uh, there are over 60 separate wine regions in Australia. So overall, a great lovable country that I would love to visit. They are pretty Be tough pretty on cool. immigration and visiting and, uh, oh, nice. and visas and whatnot. So they, they don't mess around with that. They also don't mess around with guns uh, after their uh, biggest mass shooting. 
uh, they they really tightened no. up and, and restricted the gun laws. But it is but they, overall more of a conservative uh, leaning. Sure. Country in a lot of ways, and uh, one of the places that I've always wanted to visit. Me too. But I've passed it up for New Zealand. Got a bit more Lord of the Rings mountains and yeah. caves and such. I know there's got a, there's a bunch of lush greenlands in Australia, but we always picture it like people picture Texas, you know, like a desert with horses. I mean, I literally or kangaroos. Yes, yeah, <laughs> in the, this the, case, the roads, I literally picture it as uh, like I do uh, Road Warrior, you know, the Mel Gibson <laughs> movie uh, back then. But that was right. a good one. Happy National Australia Day uh, to all of our Aussie friends out there. Jake uh, Sproles and Robin Shanner and a few other. The Aussie girl I hooked up with doing South by Southwest yeah. back in 2015 to all of you. Happy National Australia Day, mate. M&M's is doing it again, and I'm so annoyed at them. And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. Internet's going wild. We talk about it on the radio during Social Cues. And Emily, you already got us in trouble once this week. I know. With the Eminem controversy. I know. Because we alienated half of our audience by calling them dumb for... Uh, going for the bait that Tucker Carlson is tricking them into caring about. <laughs> Here's my advice. Don't be dumb. Don't be yeah, dumb. Don't, don't be fall dumb. for this culture war crap. Yeah. It's not important. A little background. Basically, M&M's has a bunch of characters. They wanted to release a female-only character M&M package where it featured the green M&M oh. who doesn't have her sexy boots anymore, Her brown, the brown M&M, and then the new... Um, <laughs> purple M&M that people like to call uh, obese, which she is just tall. <laughs> it's okay? also a peanut she M&M. She just has a peanut in her. But yeah. they recently announced <laughs> after all of the controversy uh, that they were going to be changing their spokes candies to Maya Rudolph, which this is a stunt, man. Oh, absolutely. It's and just a bit. It, they're not it caving is. to... Like, no. people are like, you're caving to Tucker Carlson. It's like, no, they're no. doing what any crafty marketing person would. And, and they're making it so absurd that people are going to talk about it correct. like we are right now. So yeah. I'm giving in. I know I'm giving in and I hate it. That's okay. But they changed all of their Twitter stuff today. And now their Twitter is called Ma and Yaz. And there is a photo of a um, M&M with her face on it, Maya Rudolph's. And this is her announcement Announcing her new love for Ma and Yas. I love M&M's, and you and I love me. The dad approves it. That's why I'm happy to announce that soon America's favorite chocolate candies will have a picture of yours truly painted right on them. Mmm. I love eating my own face. That's it. Wow. <laughs> you laughed. Yeah, you it's felt dumb. It's yeah. so well, stupid. Her delivery is perfect. But. So now <laughs> you can order for four ninety nine the Ma and Yaz limited edition chocolate candy with Maya Rudolph's face. Oh, cool. On the chocolate candy. Don't want it. Don't care. Uh, but, uh, whatever. Yeah, but it's <laughs> yeah. it's whatever. So this is an interesting idea, but sure. um, Nick on the morning show actually pitched that potentially 
they might be coming back for the Super Bowl. What do you think about that? What, the M&M's? Yeah. Yeah, and of course. Just a I whole think, st- like, stunt, uh, you know? They're going to have a big reveal commercial. Yeah, oh, where it's going to be, like, Maya My Rudolph God. versus the M&M characters, and they, like, beat her up or something. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah. the... That they, would like, be dig her in no. grave and, like, shove her in there. They wouldn't do that. They're too sweet. Ooh. Oh, oh Spencer. So much like the yellow one, you're a nut. Ah, <laughs> and the purple one now, representation. Yes. And the blue yes. one? The blue one, too? I thought they canceled the purple one because it was too woke. Well, I don't know. She's supposed they, to, I don't know what she's supposed to do. It's The point is... Take it's, that paycheck, man. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just continue on the other side. It's continuing to add to this nonsensical culture war where instead Mm -hmm. of talking about important issues, rebuilding our infrastructure, our debt, the campaign finance report, we're getting mad about drag shows and and purple M&M's. What do you think these big corporations want? Don't look over here where we're sort of underpaying our employees based on inflation and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Look right here on our Twitter. We're We're so edgy. Mm -hmm. We're We're so so funny. funny. We know how to use the internet, fellow kids. (laughs) Fellow fellow kids kids um i don't know if who do you think would have been a better spokesperson for m&ms i personally am not the biggest fan of maya rudolph i find her annoying but i think she knows she's annoying so i can't hate her too much because i'm like i think you know that your bit is that you're annoying lean into it she just leans into it sure but i don't know what if me tucker carlson (laughs) <laughs> he could have been. You should new, team up with that. He, he be won't say no to money. No, he won't say no to money. And then also, if he's criticizing them so much, they could just be like, okay, you are now the Eminem. How does that feel? I don't know if you they have complain. Tucker Carlson money, though. That's the thing. You don't think M&M's? Like one of the, the most Mars popular candy? No, because I would say he's one of the highest paid uh, personalities on on Fox, and that is a mm. massive industry. Well, then put my face on it. I'll Once take a, all the, That's all what I just said. We'll do it. We'll do M and M's. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do the M and M's. I'll do some crappy CBD gummy that a hobo was selling to kids. <laughs> oh, all right. I'll I don't do. know about no. that one. I don't even know where that all came from. Those are just words I threw together. <laughs> yeah, you you could take those for yourself. I will. Um, okay. You'll, you'll you know take what? them all by yourself? Definitely. And you'll put your face on it? I will. And you'll rename them to C and J's? <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> CJD? CJD. Uh-huh. Whoa, there yeah. we go. That's cool. <laughs> Hi, Bambino. Here to save the day. It's a parent pickup with our friend Matt Bearden. That's right. Uh, I got to tell you what. I'm going to look after this. I'll look after this. I had two of the greatest babysitters of all time. Uh, they both got fired at the same time years ago. And in those years, I then went for seven straight years, no babysitter. Oof. And I got to tell you what, life not nearly as much fun with no babysitters. No uh, yeah. one to watch out yeah. your kids. I don't have uh, family I, in, the, in the city. It, it is It's, it's expensive. Uh, and it's a lot of trust. No, you're saying it's yeah. expensive if you have a ba- We didn't have a babysitter. We didn't have anybody we could hire. So you couldn't go out and have fun. It became a real uh, trouble. Once. Obviously, you can't trust any of us at the radio. Just jerks no, and scumbags. I, I babysat to, you know once. I mean? It was, it was oh. awesome because it was right before bedtime. So they went to bed. And then I'm like, all right, cool. So it's I go to the couch. I turn on the TV. And as soon as I go and crack a cold beer... Uh, Matt's daughter goes, I can't sleep. Can I read? And I was like, oh, God damn it. I can't drink in front of the damn kid. 
So I had to wait. Why? You thought she would just think you were me then? <laughs> yeah, I just I felt weird. I was like, I'm babysitting. I can't drink. Oh, my kids like, go been, to bed. No, my kids have been to a restaurant. They've seen somebody drink before. Uh, there's an app out called Bambino. You can find, you can book, you can pay. It's babysitting, matey. It's basically, it's like an uh, Uber sitter. Do you know what I mean? It's an app that's like a clearinghouse. There have been some of these in the past. Some of them had kind of some troubles getting off the ground, things like that. But... Uh, in austinmoms.com, uh, which is kind of a, a site to help out folks locally, uh, some people are coming to their, it's saying, hey, look, I've tried it. I've been really happy with it. And it could come in kind of a, a nice thing. It's basically, it shows you your top rated sit- sitters in an area. Uh, you can see other people that have reviewed the person. You can, uh, then you can uh, take put a pitch out there to a potential babysitter, close that, and then you get their details. They could come over. It's all local as well, which is really nice, and the sitters are vetted. They are verified. They have to go through safety steps. I'm not saying it's all the time, but, you know, it, I will say that losing a babysitter or losing your person that cuts your hair, that's two of the hardest things oh, in the world to, to lose. Replace. Yeah. You, to replace, you're just Why like, Why did you lose your babysitters? You said they were fired. Um, honestly, because we came home one time and there was weed in the house. <laughs> Okay, that's not good. And that's we were like, good. they got into your stash. That sucks. We were like, don't, <laughs> hey, don't steal from me. Well, no, we were just like, hey, kind of the point of why we're paying you this money is so that's we can to, go do yeah, this. It was, yeah. it was kind of like, well, and it was funny because, but was, also that's why I didn't want to drink while your kids were awake because I said not that it matters in a sense, but it's also like I feel like part of watching a child is not being intoxicated, given you might have to. Take them to a hospital or do yeah. something. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah, that is sort of the thing. And, and like I said, they were uh, they were absolutely great kids. They they were sisters. That's why they were. And uh, and it was the thing that happened. It's, it's young people. I, I didn't freak out. I wasn't angry or whatever. One of the things I was like, going to hey. ask is if they aged out because when people start getting older, as teens, you start wanting to hang out with friends. Oh, you yeah. start wanting to hang out with. Absolutely. With, hook up with people you want. You experiment with, with drugs yeah. and alcohol, which you shouldn't do, kids. It's well, bad. Well, my wife Wait and I college. are both very understanding. And it wasn't even an anger thing. It was more like, hey, this can't no, this we, this can't happen. And my, both my kids were asleep, I think, probably when this even occurred. I'm but not still, even sure. That, I, think it was the kind of, I get it. It's the kind of thing that could also fall out of a purse. I don't know that it was happening. You know, it was just like, hey, heads up. This can't, it just can't be a part of the relationship. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And it wasn't even like, you're getting fired for this. Well, we got fired. Well, the firing was that COVID they. COVID or. No, I just kept telling my wife she was crazy, and then it wasn't theirs, and it just appeared in the house. <laughs> we were like, well, uh, look, here's the deal. You're gaslighting my wife? What yeah, do you think my wife, job was? And my wife was like, look, <laughs> you could literally come back here. We'll have you back to babysit. You just have to say, my yeah, bad. you got a cop to it. And uh, they were like, nah. You also very much know if it's yours or not. Like, there's. Well, it wasn't ours. It I know, no- that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't know. Like, don't lie to sky. me. Like, I know what. But also. You know what I mean? One of the great things about being a little older when you finally have your kids is that you also just kind of understand the world a little better. And you're like, this is not a tragedy. Nothing. Nobody's harmed in this. You're not in trouble. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I know. I talked to one person. like, well, I would have called the cops. And I was like, why? Why? Call the cops on a 16-year-old girl for making a mistake? Yeah. How about just have a conversation about this is a mistake? (laughs) Don't do this. Don't give her a stupid record and... I don't know. Anyway, uh, I've decided I'm going to get one of these babysitters, uh, Bambino. I'm going to get her, and, and then I'm going to just send her over to occasionally 
Check on Spencer. Make sure he's Thank doing you. okay. Spencer, Thank are you, you okay? <laughs> yeah, just send someone over. Just make sure you're smiling. Make sure you're eating. Make sure you go to bed on time. <laughs> if prank phone calls had a mascot, you'd find him right here. It's the CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Fast food inflation is coming for you all. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. Man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! To add to our woes, now fast food is even going up in price, and some of the favorites amongst uh, people in this area, uh, I know locally, uh, specifically at the radio station, uh, two are quite close by, have gone up the most in 2022, Wendy's and Chick-fil-A. Oh, man. How do you feel about Wendy's? Uh, Damn it. Spencer. I'm not going to let you D's nuts me. Okay. Not today. This is a very important uh, segment right. about the struggles of the uh, American uh, person. I apologize. Just trying to eat some fast food, okay? I'm, I'm sorry, dude. Are you sorry? Yeah. Okay. Look you dead in the eyes right here. Thank you. Um, sorry these nuts didn't land on those. Mm, never are mind. you looking at Bofa, my eyes? <laughs> Just go on, man. <laughs> uh, Wendy's and Chick-fil-A, biggest menu inflation, and a big reason for that is because the cost of chicken in every aspect of the supply chain has gone up in price, yeah. uh, ballooning 15.6% from the year before. So the average meal now uh, costs $4.65. Uh, Wendy's experiencing the heaviest amount with 35% inflation uh, from the cost from the previous year. Yeah. So the chicken places are the most expensive. What's surprised me about reading this is Wendy's is now the most expensive fast food chain. Wow. I thought they always were. They kind of were, but that was always nice because it was like a little higher quality. Also, the drive through at most Much Wendy's faster. way faster sure. than anywhere else. Uh, apparently, the place that I thought was the cheapest, honestly, maybe it's just because I go to the Burger King on St. John's, but uh, Burger King was once the most expensive fast food restaurant, actually, until 2022, okay. which is absolutely surprising. I know McDonald's would be the cheapest and fastest, but I thought Burger King was right up there in terms of uh, quick uh, medium quality and okay. low price, yeah. but now Wendy's uh, is going to be the most expensive. Taco Bell, our favorite, Spencer, uh, also did better, but passed some yeah. inflation on the customers, Dude. about 14.6% across the menu, uh, but that did not include uh, some of the higher-end items. Like the Mexican pizza. That was always like three fifty, and they brought it back, and it's 6 bucks now. It, it's got to happen. I'll take it sometimes, but I can't be eating that weekly like I used to, like a pig. Another big like problem dirty, with dirty the uh, entire inflation and increase of, of goods. And listen, there's a lot you can blame when it comes to this, but there's so many overwhelming issues that we're dealing with right now. The uh, the supply chain screw-ups, the natural inflation, the hyperinflation that's gone on because we've been in such a long run without it that it was inevitably due. And unfortunately, it all came right around now as workers are also deciding that they don't want to work for minimum wage because another thing that we made a big mistake is instead of slowly increasing the minimum wage over right. the years, the last one I believe was in 2007, it is uh, it has stayed. Yeah. So now you're having to suddenly jack up the prices of what you're paying people to have people work for you. The costs of the menu are also going up because of inflation. So it's just an all-around bad thing. And I know mm-hmm. people say, I don't want to pay more for it. You just got to flip a burger. Uh, but what we've seen in other countries, and again, 
you can't necessarily compare that to us because every every uh, economy is different. But when workers are paid more, the uh, the cost isn't always uh, reflected that much in 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 what it what you're paying Look, man, for a product. We're not economists. I don't know. I mean, we are pigs, so maybe we should stick more we're to pigs, the fast food. So we food. know about that, right? Well, we yeah, we, this eating. is—I guess this is directly affecting you and me, you know. Do you <laughs> ever rent. do the thing where the way that you deal with your budget is you just don't look at it? Yeah, you say all here, the time. Here. I'm gonna have to look, look at, at it for the credit card uh, bill coming up in a couple weeks, but I don't look at it. No, don't it's, look it's at it. It's not gonna be hurt fine. me if I can't see it. So there you go. Go to Wendy's. <laughs> go to wherever. Eat as much as you want. Just don't look at your bank or the price you mm-hmm. pay. Do it with that magical piece of plastic. It is weird when you have cash that actually physically ca- giving someone a 20 and getting back ones and a five is like, oh, I'm sad now because there's less. But with that plastic, don't even know. Yeah. Spend your money. But again, the uh, the whole net net of this is a lot of places that are chicken focused or chicken items are what have uh, gone up in price yeah, so because Chick-fil-A. of inflation and because of Joe Byron. Thanks a lot. Ugh. Nerds, listen up, because somebody decided to take Radiohead's In Rainbows album, but turned it Super Mario 64. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. And I'm all for it. Yes. Uh, Yes, Emily. Yes. Uh, This is a great nerd report that you brought in for us because it adds to the nerd love of music. Yes. And the nerd love of Mario and that uh, that specific uh, type of uh, um, low... Not lo-fi, but just the low-quality uh, 8-bit kind of music. Sort yeah, of this is actually 64-bit. Okay, yeah, so right. it's a little higher. But basically, there is some YouTuber um, who decided, hey, I'm bored. His name is On For Word. And haha, funny. He decided to take every single song from uh, Radiohead's In Rainbows and completely Mario-ify it. So you want to play a clip right here? Don't get too excited. I do. And In Rainbow, Radiohead's one of my favorite bands. They're mm-hmm. in my top, uh, top four at least. And In Rainbows was an album that kind of went went by the wayside for a lot of non-fans. Body Snatchers, which we'll play first, was their uh, their big hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I love that. But it was a great album. In so. Rainbows was that first album they released in a while, and but they put it on their website and they're like, you can pay whatever you want for it, right? Yeah, that yeah. was that one. I think so. Yes. Yeah, that was this one. The follow up to Hail to the Thief. I do. This believe. was like when they got. I believe they got their new record deal. Two thousand seven ish. I saw this tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. This is Body Snatchers. Very, very much so, like you're playing that's, an action game or something like that. That's like those are all the sound effects except the drum kit from uh, Mario 64. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. what they do. Is it's it's not just typical eight bitty sounds. They actually take sound fonts from the Bowser levels. Yeah. and the soundtrack for courses like Shifting Sands Land and Big Boo's Haunt. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, basically they just take the the I guess the. Um, 
notes and then they match it with the sounds mm-hmm. and then goes through the little So it took some effort. They didn't, yeah. they didn't just run this through one of those online AI filters that you think can do so. with music. No, I think this no. person completely did it themselves. This sounds way more like produced. So I'm trying to think so as a sometimes music producer. Yes. I'm wondering if sometimes he Or if you just took oh. each individual note, like sometimes I do, and the sample Spice and then it together. paste them together mm-hmm. in a workstation, like mm-hmm. Adobe Audition or something. So I'm like, regardless, it's still going to take a long ass time because that album is almost an hour long, right? It's like yeah. 48 minutes or something. Yeah, and he that's does insane. Every single song. That's an insane amount of dedication. They're and, all, and my they're God. mostly four or five minute songs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one's my favorite from the album. It's called Nude. And I also remember once upon a time as a young radio uh, promotions coordinator, mm-hmm. we used to have uh, remotes events at the gentlemen's clubs at noon to watch football. So they were empty except for people watching football. So all the dancers were off doing their own thing. And there was one dancer that got up and, and did a pole dance to this song. And I was like, whoa. Whoa. Stripper doing Radiohead? To a song <laughs> called Nude? To the song Nude. That's which is, ironic. Which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It really adds to the dreaminess of this album. Yeah, it does. Doing it in the 64 bit. Actually, you know what? I messed up. Nude is, I like that song, but it's All I Need is my favorite one. And that's what she's dancing to. So here we go. Dang it. Because I was going to say, that's so on the nose. I know, but it was All I Need. Oh. It's a a little more depressing. (laughs) Oh. Oh, no wonder you like it. Great song though. It's better not get happy. It doesn't. It, <laughs> it doesn't. With Tom he York's like vocals. Sounds good. That's really nice. I, I can put this on in the background and just work all yeah. day. He also does uh, this YouTuber also does some other songs too. He's got Nine Inch Nails, Head Like a Hole, that he does a Super Mario 64. Remix. This of. is cool, man. This sounds really cool to me. Someone, yeah. My first video game was Mario 64. Oh, was it really? Yeah, I had played others at like my cousin's house from you know Super Nintendo and stuff, but yeah, that's cute. I learned to play the the. Uh, I learned to play one of the songs on the piano actually when I was in college because they had a nice music library at Texas State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my buddy, who was my roommate and good best friend. Uh, he was in the music program, so he went to the music library and found the song. I think it's, I'm not sure if it's the Dire Dire Doc song, but it's that music song that everyone freaking loves. Yeah. And I wish I could share that here, but I, I would worry that we may go over time. There's all the time for 64. This is Reckoner, which was probably, could have been their second radio hit. It wasn't as big, but also good. This, this sounds See, this cool. Is this is it. This, this, so this is These are the notes, the little Caribbean drums type thing that we're this, the song we're talking about. Remix of, of uh, the whole Radiohead album, except for it's all of Which our island? voices. It's islandy. Oh no, I was gonna say it's all of our voices. Okay, so let's do we that. They won't get mad at that, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, they, sorry, we're getting really into it. We're like, oh, let's 
uh, you so can nice. find the 64 bits uh, in Rainbow's Radiohead album, uh, searching for it on Google. But it, uh, it's also the full, on our full website. thing on Bandcamp, which, uh, yeah, is at uh, 101x.com. Yep, it is. Emily, Matt Bearden, and Spenny on the CJ Morgan Show. Leave me alone, I say to my cat. The final frontier. <laughs> These are the voyages of Lucy. So your cat, uh, you're talking about outer space and your cat. No. Oh, I thought that's I don't what know we were where the outer, outer space came from. You said you want your cat to go to space. No, I said I want her to give me space. That's very different. And not like as a gift, yes. like the whole space, time, and continuum. Oh, it's like, impossible. But your, no. your cat gets a little jealous and possessive of you oh, from what I've heard very, before. Yeah. You said you've had male, or even just like a uh, nice little dates over, and she oh, gets yeah. jealous. Oh, were you yeah, going yeah. to say male well, friends? Like, I don't think your male friends like she would care much about, because they don't spend the night, right? Uh, usually. Oh, no. <laughs> you have come a calling and are yes. attempting to, to court Miss Emily. Yes, ma'am. And uh, her yes. young, rough guardian kitten has interjected uh, mm-hmm. in the Gorgeous, might I see. <laughs> that is entirely I'll true. I'll have a men julep now. <laughs> I never know how to react when Proceed. you do, the, do all of the voices. Just let them do it. Just let them do it. Just let them do it. Man, Spitzer is becoming my fiance and it pisses me off. Because they both right. say and do the same things. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay because it's on me. Yeah. Not you. But uh, it's Emily. actually on my cat, CJ. Oh, do tell. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes, Lucy gets jealous. She's about nine or ten years old. I don't really know. I look at her and I'm like, yeah, you're old somehow. Sure. <laughs> Some way. Cats live forever. It doesn't really matter. But um, she does this thing where I, I know I feel bad, but when I go out of town, if it's just, you know, a day or two, or even if I go and, like, sleep over at a friend's house, whatever, when I come back home... I think she thinks that I died, and it's very depressing. So all she wants to do is be around Just me, cuddle right up on which you, which is yeah. very sweet, and I like it for the first hour. And then after that, I'm like, oh my god, get off of me! Same thing with, with, with Mr. President. Like Pickle will find a nook and cranny mm-hmm. where you don't notice she's there with you. She's a good cuddler; she fits in. Yes. Mm-hmm. P wants to stand on you Dude, or stab you. He can't just yes. be normal. And after a while, it's That's like, how all Lucy right, is. get off. That's how Lucy is. She doesn't just come and like cuddle up next to you. She sits on my she sits on my chest and she does this thing where she'll take her paws and she'll reach up and touch my face. Uh, and it's very, it's very much it's like very, pee. Yeah, it's very cute. But if I put a blanket over my face, she'll sit there and she'll just go and just dig and at the blanket because she wants you say, my hands. If she you're wants like my face. Have I heard you say before if you're in the bathroom or if you lock oh her my out? Gosh. She meows and claws yeah. and gets annoyed. She doesn't claw, but she'll she <laughs> She does this thing where she thinks she knows how to open doors. So if I go to the bathroom and I'm sitting there and I'm just doing my business and the door is just slightly open, Uh she stands up and she used to be about 20 pounds. She's lost a lot of weight, so she's not as big as she used to be. I know. She's a big, chunky lady. But she stands up and she throws her entire body weight on the the door. (laughs) To force it open? Yes, and then the door swings open and it hits me (laughs) while I'm like pooping or something. Oh my God, Jesus. Yes. Scares the living with the poo out of you. Yes, and at my old apartment, she. That's was, a funny word. What? We can't say, we can't say it again. No oh, more. too many times. Too many times. But it's, I really like that word. I, I do too. Um, but she, when she would do this at my old apartment, it was super problematic because I had a window. I was on the first floor, 
near the courtyard, and there was a window that looked directly into the courtyard. So when she would open the door, my entire body is just would just be out, and I went like, "Oh my gosh!" So she does that um, because she always has to go to the bathroom with me, and I'm like, "Dude, can you give me some space?" And this, okay, this might be a little TMI. Uh oh. Having me time is very hard. Yeah. Whenever you oh. have a clingy cat. That's fine. Yeah, with pets too. I, because it's not like a dog. I can't just put her on the ground and be like. Throw a toy. No. And they'll be distracted oh, absolutely for 10 not. minutes. If I put her on the ground, she thinks it's a game. And oh, she's okay. like, oh, I'll come back and I'll bring you a toy this time. This is, You know what? Seriously, though, because you're right on that, that sometimes dogs are easier to distract. But yeah. I think a lot of people have this uh, codependency with their pets that can become problematic. Like, what do you do? Legitimately, what do what should Emily do? Because her cat will make noises, claw at the oh, door. Yeah. Um, and this it, all started because of COVID. Because you, you know? were home, all, I was home all the time. Yeah. And so now I feel bad because I love her. I love all of her love that she. But gives other cat me. owners, what do you do? How yeah. do you, with dogs? How do you distract cats? Dogs are dumber. <laughs> They're sweet, fun, lovable things. But it is easier to break a dog of habits with discipline yeah. and, and repetitiveness cats but with cats mind. it's not mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. so what is what does Emily do when she's on the toilet trying to read uh, the Austin Chronicle which oh, has no. my fiance on the cover oh yeah we won't mention anything else in it uh, <laughs> yeah or when I'm having me time reading the Austin Chronicle, Chronicle. with Lisa's face on it <laughs> um but yeah, like I, I don't know. I've never really been a straight up cat owner. We've got yeah. some boat cats at my old house. I love <laughs> boat the boat cats because they they go back to their boat. You yeah. don't have to do anything. You no, just give them really some don't. water. No, yeah, and I love her, and it's not necessarily a problem. It's just one of those things where I hate going out of town and then coming home and having her just be so like. <laughs> Needy she, and affectionate. Yeah, is that needy. also part of uh, similar to like myself and my last dog Miles or Mr. President, where when they're older and closer to the end of of their of this uh, story? I don't know about you, Lucy will live until at least twenty. So will be a little <laughs> monkey life. But do you feel sometimes guilty? Oh yeah. And you're like, well, I, can't, I don't want to leave well. her. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I don't want to leave her. Oh, she she's gonna miss me tonight. I gotta go and. You know, I gotta go sleep with her or whatever. Yeah. Maybe the whole solution to this is, is to find somebody else to also help me take care of her. I know. Except because for she hates, she doesn't I, hate other would, people, but she just likes me I too was about much. to suggest that with dogs, you get another dog and then they're, they're oh, pack animals. Not. Cats aren't. No, no. Lucy Lucy would tear the crap out of some cat <laughs> if I brought it in there. Have she you hates considered cats. drugging her? Trazodone or something. That's actually not a bad idea. Uh, Talk to your vet. bad, but I should... No, no. If if there's separation anxiety and these issues, that legitimate helps. Like, Mm -hmm. Benadryl is little CBD is okay. CBD, they make that for animals. She hates taking medicine. And prescription Trazodone can also help. CBD is flavorless when I've tried it. They have flavored stuff. Cat flavored CBD? Spencer eats catnip and CBD. I mean, come on, man. It's cheaper than regular drugs. That's true. That's and true. you can get it at uh, Toblinson, so there yeah, you go. You can. Uh, if you have some advice for Emily, we'd love to hear it. Uh, 512-835-115. Just text us, and maybe we can solve uh, this little kitty problem. Did you know? Mm, oh. Time to find out some fun facts about things that you might not know, and now you are going to know. Uh, did you know? 
It's bad etiquette to eat a hot... I'm just kidding, Spencer. No, you can do that I want to take yours. I I I teased it, but I think it doesn't matter. Well, I'm actually talking about the human hot dog, Howard Taft. William Howard Taft, former president. Did you know he's the only person who served as president and went on to serve on the Supreme Court? He was picked for the court eight years after being president. I'm pretty sure he died on the court. And uh, Taft was also famously in the uh, old uh, Dime magazine slandered as being uh, someone who who there was a there was a story about him getting stuck in the uh, White oh, House yeah. bathtub because he was uh, he was a large man. A Taft was and, Rude. Tubby. and uh, him and uh, Roosevelt became bitter enemies that split the Republican Party. Whoa. Yep. Did you know? Did not. Now, you know. Thank you. I tell you what he didn't split, and that was dinner. He wanted it all to himself. Hey. Yeah. Uh, tell about the hot dog, Spence. Did you know it's bad etiquette to eat a hot dog in more than five bites? Pardon? At least according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. That's yes, a thing? That's a real thing. Unless it's a foot-long wiener. In that case, seven bites are acceptable. I'm sorry. You got to gobble. I think I use way more than five bites when I eat, like, a chili dog or whatever. That's a little different. How is it different? Because so chili's a... more, and uh, you want to savor the chili. <laughs> because no chili's idea. more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you know uh, Brooklyn, you guys are familiar with Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn is the place that comes up with a cool concept, and then a year later, Austin does it, and then three years after that, Portland does it. Yeah. Anyway, Brooklyn, it's a borough of New York City, but if it wasn't, if Brooklyn was its very own city... It'd be the fourth largest city in the United States. It is ah, m- massive, Brooklyn is. I got to stay in Williamsburg once. You know what else is cool? massive? My Howard Taft. Yeah, big old <laughs> president. Speaking of masses, massive, did you know uh, the Titanic? Oh, speaking of William Taft. Go <laughs> <laughs> fatty. Around the same time, uh, Titanic was in movie theaters for so long, it became the first movie to ever come out on VHS while it was actually still being shown in the movies. Wow. A lot of the movies I watch actually came out straight to VHS and never went into a theater. Yeah. It, the, the theater you Steven, did go watch them in is a quarter to some. Mm-hmm. Steven Seagal films are pretty were pretty great. Oh, all the <laughs> crap, you all the there. crap my mer- parents would rent. Same thing. It, would, it came from usually at the Homeland was the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> Albertsons. Did, did you ever? There were a lot of movies that I didn't get to go see in the theater. We didn't even rent. My mom used to that thing where at the grocery store they would sell the tapes after they had rented them a whole bunch and those are the movies I grew up on. You don't remember nice. what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, like be walking through H-E-B or Randall's because they used to have rental sections and then your mom would be like, guess what? I got a brand new movie for you. Beverly Hills Cop. And I was like, oh, thanks for the 20-year-old <laughs> movie, Mom. I had so many that I did a whole Facebook thing about a years ago but there were movies that were part of my childhood um, adult movies and kid movies. Um, you adult know, I, movies? Not, you know what Hell I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there were cool some parents. that showed some uh, honkers. But there were things that were in my mind because I watched them so much because we owned them. And it turns out they were like German-produced English-language films or like really bad B-movies <laughs> that not a lot of people have seen. That's and so it wasn't cool. until I was older I realized that. And I was trying to describe the scenarios on Facebook. And people who were movie buffs were like, oh, that's blah, 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 blah. That's blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, we've all seen probably The NeverEnding Story sure. and Flight of the Navigator. But there were some other ones that, in my mind, were just as big as E.T., because I own the an Indiana Jones because I own the VHS tape and turns out no my parents were just poor and bought grocery store movies the Water Babies 
Was that one of them? I don't know. One was like... I remembered it was like when I was a kid. I was like, oh, I was really, really good. My sister and I loved it. And when my kids were born, I finally looked it up and found it. Hot garbage, dude. Hot, Hot garbage, garbage from overseas. Yep, yep, uh, it was yeah. unwatchable enough, but I guess as kids, you don't really have taste. I used to just watch my grandma's old Betty Boop VHSs over I, and over again. You remember Betty Boop? Yeah, I used to watch your mom, your grandma through the window. <laughs> Texas Stars Hockey's back. If you haven't seen, if you haven't heard, and if you've never been, you're missing a hell of a time. Uh, the puck drops tomorrow night, Friday and Saturday. Two Texas Stars matches. Friday is Star Wars night. And again, you think of hockey in Texas, and you're like, what? That's weird. But no, uh, Texas Stars is different. It's a blast. It's a fun thing. And I want to understand more about it. Uh, JP from the Texas Stars joins us. Just tell me what makes this atmosphere so different than other events. Yeah, hockey is one of those sports that it's it's hard to appreciate how exciting it is unless you've been to a game or, or uh, taken in the, the experience from, from inside the arena during a game. And... Um, you know the sights and the the smells and the sounds are unlike any other sport that that I've uh, covered or or seen in person, and um, it's such a fast-paced game too that you don't always have to know the rules, but you can feel the excitement in the building. Um, you know you have your combination of diehard fans, um, casual fans, people that are there for the promotion that's going on that night, people that just want to um, have a night out doing something different. And it's just a, a great hodgepodge of, uh, of people that, that take in these events. Um, we're going to have our third sellout in a row on Star, Star Wars night. So you, you throw that on top of it, and this place gets rocking in here. Um, and the team's been playing really well, too. So the goal horn and the music and, and everything is just amplified. Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely a great vibe and atmosphere. And if you don't know about hockey, don't worry. There are fans. There are people that will help you understand what's happening. It's a lot of nonstop action. It's always fun. And like you said, they're doing good right now. And the Texas Stars have traditionally been one of the best teams in the Western Conference. So it's easier to root for a team when it's good. But what do you think really has set the Texas Stars apart as far as sports teams in Central Texas? Because... This is UT land, and for so long, yeah. so many different uh, franchises have come into this area and, uh, and and not had a lot of success building up the fan base that the Texas Stars do. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good point. I mean, uh, especially being in a, a non-traditional hockey market, you know, being in the South. In Texas, yeah. Um, it, it's, a, it's somewhat surprising that it's latched on as well as it has, but I think it's a testament to, um, you know, th- there's a lot of people – they're just genuine sports fans in Texas in this region looking for something fun to do. And then if you have the connection to the Dallas Stars being three hours up the road, um, that that's uh, definitely something that a lot of people latch on to as far as the diehard fans go. And then from a minor league standpoint, we have some more flexibility to, to run some really fun promotions that a lot of people like to come out to the games for those specific promotions. Oh, yeah. Recently, we did a Renaissance Fair night. Yeah, I know, I saw that. For the first time ever. And it was a sellout crowd, and people had a blast. That's awesome. It was a really fun experience. And, um, and, you know, and there's Wars fights. Something we've done for years. No sword yeah. fights, yeah. but there is fighting. No. You get a few more fights at the minor league level than, than you typically do at, at the NHL level. And so there are some people that come to the games for the fights. And then there are other t- other people that come to the games because it's a great family atmosphere. And, oh, yeah. It's know, a blast. It isn't, isn't super common anymore. But, you know, the, the, the team has, has been successful, to your point for a number of years has made a couple of deep runs to the finals. Um, there's been one championship in there and that helps build a fan base too. And 
And this is another team that kind of has some high expectations, especially with the way things are going right now, where people are really excited about the potential um, of the team itself. So even if you don't know a lot of the rules and the ins and outs of hockey, you do know a winner from a loser, a team that's playing really well from a team that's maybe not. Yeah, yeah, that's very um, clear. Come to the game and pick that out, right? Uh, last thing, uh, tomorrow is Star Wars night, um, another yeah. exciting promotion that you guys are doing. Uh, tell me more about what happens uh, at Star Wars night. Star Wars night is, is so much fun because it's more than just a hockey game. A lot of people come to the game that are just diehard fans of Star Wars, you know, and, and the hockey is just secondary to them. And then you have your hockey fans that, that enjoy Star Wars, but they're here for the game and then they take in the festivities as well. A lot of our music and our, our themes and our videos that we're going to put on the board um, have been, you know, the folks in the front office, to their credit here, have put in a lot of hard work to, to make Star Wars themed, the graphics, the um, there's going to be a lot of Star Wars characters in attendance that have um, come out in years past that are dressed. I, I'm dressing, uh, I, I'm guessing we can dress up too. Absolutely, the more yes. the merrier. Yes. Yeah, Texas Stars hockey, absolutely uh, a lot of fun because you, you kind of hit it earlier. When you think of a hockey team in the middle of Texas, it seems like a floundering promotion, but no, Texas Stars Hockey is an absolute blast. I recommend everyone uh, go to the Cedar Park or the HEB Center in Cedar Park at least once and see a Stars game, and, and you'll be hooked. And thanks for hanging with us and chatting with us and look forward to, uh, to talking with you in the future and uh, seeing you at some games. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to, to coming on again sometime, and thanks for having us. Not just me. We're all man-children. Every adult keeps about 20 toys from their childhood. How are we supposed to make money on the Internet? The Internet? That thing's still around. How do other people make money on the Internet? We'd have to put something up on the Internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. That's right, Clickbait Corner, where we also examine the polling aspects of the Internet. And according to this poll, uh, we keep an average of 20 toys from our childhood. Stuff that we grew up with, stuff that we played with. It's not just worthless junk, it's memories. It's important. We're going to get to the uh, the top list of uh, things that people hold on to. But first, I want to ask y'all, are there anything that you kind of hold on to that you as a kid keep? And it's kind of... Let's say, for instance, if your parents were to sell everything and, and go live at sea, mm-hmm. so you don't have your childhood home anymore where you can go back and they have all your crap like my sure. parents do mine. What, if any, kids' toys would, would you want to hold on to? Here, um, I'm going to already make the mood depressing. That has already happened to me. It's called a hurricane. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. all of my childhood is gone. Uh-huh. But I did save a few toys whenever I moved to college, um, or actually more like saved as in they were luckily on a box that was high enough for the four foot of feet of water to not uh, get to. get to. But one of my favorite toys is I was a big Barbie girl, and I used to play with Barbie dolls that were my, gra- my mom's Barbie dolls. Uh, and nice. then I had my own. And I had just a big box. So I still have a lot of original, like, Barbie dolls from the 2000s era. Specifically, there is one. There's a Barbie movie called Barbie Princess and the Popper. And it's about a princess and a popper. You know, like, the story, but it's Barbie. And I have both of the dolls. And they have a button on the back. And if you press the buttons on the dolls at the same time... 
they sing to each other and they harmonize. Oh, and wow. that was the coolest thing ever. And they would sing their little I'm just like you like That's song cool. and they would they would, you know, sing together. Yeah. But you had to press the buttons at the same time. Can right. I add to your depression? Yes. Uh, add to my depression. Uh, my please. fiance went home for Christmas and her mother was like, Oh, I have all these Barbies. Uh, do you want them? They're old, like collectible ones. And uh, I was like, oh, do we want to take them? We'll take pictures and we'll come back and get them later on. Because um, they're her Barbies. They were given to her as a child. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, my mom didn't let me play with them. I would have got my ass whooped if I would have opened them or played with them. I was like, Whoa. what? And she's like, yeah, I was given yeah. these Barbies. Like as investments? Yeah, that's, but I that's couldn't they, play with them. Yep, that's okay. a thing. That, yeah. No, like, yeah, not, that's not even depressing. That's just like a common thing. They have these collectible, collectible Barbies that are in boxes that would come out every year. And there were different ones for different seasons. There's huh. like birthday Barbie. But that, yeah, but that's messed up. Those are the Barbies she got. You don't open them. I know, but those are the Barbies she got those as toys. Mm-hmm. So why don't you at least get her? like a normal toy in one of those maybe you know what I mean yeah uh, the only thing I kept was like my bunny that I, my little stuffed up bunny that I got when I was like Aww. two years old I can't like find a little velveteen rabbit little my, bun bun my oh. number one is missing uh, Teddy is missing my grandma got that for me mm-hmm on my actual birth, and that was my favorite bear. My mom and soda. I had co bears too. I had Jason. I had Song Bear. I had Show Bear. There were other ones that I still have at my old house, but Teddy, we can't find him. Yeah. No, I got a lot of stuff left back like my parents' house, but I never take them. Took them with me. And I don't know if that counts. I don't know what's there even. Like, I only I can't have one thing that I would have taken, taken with me. Let's get to the list, though. Oh my! Uh, oh, yes. These are this Other isn't necessarily list. in an order. We do have the number one, number two, and number three ranked ones. Uh, my Little Pony, Etch a Sketch, uh, Game Systems are big. Nintendo, Sega, Game Boy. Oh yeah, my uh, Wii. I guess that counts I for have me. My Wii. Uh, Beanie Babies and Trolls investment things. I remember Ew. having Trolls as a kid. I um, hated God. Trolls. My friend and I were really into uh, uh, Street Fighter, the video game. So we made our trolls Street Fighter characters. Nah, she very, made Blanca. Blanca. Uh, Nerf balls, Rubik's cubes, light brights, Fisher Price telephones, uh, the Susie Homemaker appliances, uh, GI Joes, all making the list. But here are the top three things on Clickbait Corner that uh, most adults have kept from their childhood. Childhood, sorry. Uh, number <laughs> three, and there are giant popcorn tins of these in my shed at home. My older nephew actually raided some of these and stole all the ones that were worth money, I believe, and sold them. Let's see. Uh, Hot Wheels. I was going to say Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Uh, I have a lot of Hot Wheels, Matchbox cars. Some of the ones uh, still have, like, rubber tires. They're made with metal. Dude, yeah. You had ones you could dip in water that would change colors. I had all the tracks and stuff like that. Uh, Good old Hot Wheels. I used to have a lot of those, too, including some of my uncles who had the awesome rubber on the tires. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what happened to them, though. Huh. I don't know if my parents still got them stored somewhere or if at one point they were like, do you mind if we like auction these off or something? And I said, yes, I can't remember. That sucks. I did that with G.I. Joe's and yeah. He-Man minifigure or whatever figurine yeah. stalls as a kid. Again, those are sort of things you could play with, but just a little bit. And then you could put them up and be like, oh, these are collectors. See, these dude, collectors. I, would, I had my fastest ones. I would race them. I would play with them. I would get yeah. rough. And a lot of them would bust and the tires would get messed up because I would the, play with them. Did you ever get McDonald's like Hot Wheels for the Probably. Happy Meals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, Happy have, Meal toys were amazing. My we sister had a whole box of Happy those. Meal toys. She was huge on the Happy Meal toys. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't as much, but um, 
My mom liked it because it was a two-in-one. Whenever you're poor, you just go and get your your Happy Meal so that you could feed your kid and have a toy for the the rest of their life. Uh, Number two on the list, uh, this is uh, the average, the most toys that uh, people keep from their childhood. Average adult keeps about 20, according to the survey. Number two, Lego. Hell yeah. yeah. I never was a Lego kid. People are not getting rid of, like, I need to buy these for cheap from people out of basements and closets. But now we're realizing how much they're worth. And uh, you know what? It's a great toy. Great, great toy to recycle and give to your kiddos. Number one, we already touched on it, Barbie dolls. Barbies. Barbie dolls. I loved Barbies. And my mom wouldn't let me have Bratz or my scene dolls because they were sluts. They were edgy. No, they were sluts. Uh, She called them sluts? Well, my mom actually called them something else. I'll say it. And if we can't say it on the radio, just bleep it out, all right? What did my grandma used to say? My mom used to say... Hoochie Mamas. Woo. I think you can say it on the radio, it's, but that's that's a funny bad. one. It's bad. There's Either literally way. a country song that plays on dimwit country stations that talks about it. That's true. That but uses still, that I'm word. like, Mom, it's a doll. Come on. I also like Polly Pockets. Those, oh, those are, are cool. You I can had, chew on their clothes. I had the, I had the boy version. They were called Mighty Max. Oh, <laughs> Barbies. Cool. Barbies were the quintessential yes. young lady toy and still one of the is. biggest things. Barbie kept. can be, be, be anything. Barbie she, she or whatever. Absolutely can. Now I want to know what my grandma used to call women. Not hoochie mamas? No, it was hussies or something similar. It was older, mm. but it was great. Harlot. I like the harlot. Yeah, but it no. wasn't that. Mm. Anyway, there you go. Clickbait corner, the most kept toys being Barbies, Legos, and Hot Wheels. And if you have any Legos, let me have them. I'll trade you all my Hot Wheels. Ten weeks left. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Weird or Wired with Matt Bearden. It's time to determine what's what. That's right. Uh, you actually have less than 10 weeks, more than likely, to watch anything you want to on Netflix because uh, it's going away. They're changing the, the password rule? That's actually what it is. is you it? nailed okay. it. Yeah. I, was, I thought I wanted people to get creeped out and think that Netflix was going out of business. Uh, yeah, Netflix came out and said, hey, basically, we know who's sharing passwords. We know where, the, where they're being shared. Bet. We can see everything that's going on. We've Bet. been allowing it to go on, but now we have to crack down. And in just a little over, just about 10 weeks, we are going to crack down on password sharing. They had their first subscriber loss in over a decade, right? right. Uh, they lost like a bunch of subscribers last year. Well, they need to make that dough up, and they realized, well, the only way to really do it is, frankly, there's a generation out there that's never paid for Netflix. Your parents have always paid for it, and it's time for you to start ponying up. up. Yeah. Um, it kind of sucks, right? But it, it, it's going to happen. Now, one of the things they said they may do is they may allow for what's called paid sharing. Sound good? Yeah, uh, similar to a family plan that Spotify and other things They've have. been trial, trialing it, or trying it, uh, in Chile and Peru. Uh, three bucks. You can add an extra member to your account for three bucks a month. Huh. So now what happens is instead of you paying $19.99 a month or whatever, you get somebody else and you say, okay, for $22 a month, we both now we're both paying eleven bucks. We're actually nice. Yeah, I get to save some money. You get it cheaper than you thought you were going to be able to get it. Win-win okay. situation for okay. all of us. They realize that hey, even just trying to eke out a couple extra dollars from everybody is really going to help their bottom line. Uh, Seven dollars a month, you can get that basic with ads, right? Um, oh. There's the cheapest. Uh, it's okay. Let's see. Yeah, it's ten dollars I think for the cheapest no ad. 
tier. I don't mm. know all the tiers. I'm just letting you know. That's there crazy, will be tiers from your roommates when all, <laughs> when all this goes away and you're Ex- suddenly are done. Exes and brothers and sisters. I found the weirdest tier. My fiance found it somehow on a show we've been watching. I think it's on Hulu. But uh, the episode didn't cut away. It usually has two commercials. Instead, there were no commercial breaks, but a QR code and a picture of flow that said something find how you can save right. stayed up the entire episode it was oh, about no dude it was about and a sixth of the screen was this uh <laughs> was this uh chiron image and it was go f yourself is what i say to that i mean she clearly selected the option that or there was just an error with the potentially uh, something that happened but it was up the entire episode and it didn't go to commercials now i've seen some like similar to youtube i don't know if you ever watch where a little ad will pop up at the bottom and you can just right. click it away i've seen stuff like that on hulu i think in the past where it'll just pop up for like 15 seconds while you're watching or maybe it was something else i gotta be and honest. I'm like okay cool get that out of here it goes away i grew up uh before streaming tv yeah it's a little nostalgic for me yeah. when I watch television and an ad pops on. I'm like, ah, I remember what a bathroom break used to be like. Advertisements I mean, are great. I mean, it's how we get paid. Listen to the ads, please. I feel like my, my kids have missed a whole part of their life, like with one of the siblings not screaming the other, it's back on, it's back on, and you having to like rush run into the, the bathroom because <laughs> you didn't want to miss any of a show. Uh, anyway, heads up, it's time for you to start calling that ex and saying, hey, I'm sorry, but our relationship is finally over. (laughs) Three guys with beards and a young woman. No, this isn't your search history. It's the CJ Morgan Show with Emily, Matt, and Spencer on 101X.